Chapter 1. Celeste Solange and Her $15,000 Shoes Celeste Solange needed shoes, and not just any kind of shoes. She needed Manolo's, Chews, and Versace's. Shoes with price tags containing a minimum of three zeros. Shoes that made sales clerks salivate and Beverly Hills trophy wives green with envy. Damien would pay. She'd make sure of it. He'd blanch at the sight of his credit card bill. Celeste glanced into the rearview mirror of her midnight blue Porsche Boxster convertible. Although she wore oversized Gucci sunglasses, she knew that behind the shades, her turquoise eyes were red-rimmed and swollen, the same gold-flecked cat-like eyes for which she was famous. Her signature blonde hair, usually expertly quaffed and styled, whipped in the California wind. A cross between Michelle Pfeiffer and Marilyn Monroe, Celeste was the sexpot screen siren of the century, or at least the last five years. Who did Damien Bruckner think he was? Heat seared through her taut belly as Celeste pressed her perfectly pedicured toes onto the accelerator. A rush of adrenaline thrilled through her as the pedal sank to the floorboard and she took the tight turn on Mulholland Drive. When Celeste met Damien five years before, he was, perhaps, the most prolific film producer in Hollywood, and Celeste the hottest star. But five years, in an industry where the power brokers changed every ten years, was a lifetime. Celeste crested a hill and looked at Los Angeles lying at her feet. She could almost see the Pacific if it weren't for the haze. The calm that usually accompanied this view was absent, destroyed by Damien's deceit. L.A. must have been beautiful in the 40s. As a child, she'd seen pictures in her grandmother's old movie magazines. Orange groves, mountains, beaches, and waves all visible from the top of Mulholland and the Hollywood Hills. The very beauty those pictures promised had captivated a young Celeste and drawn her from a trailer court in Tennessee to the land of movie stars. Now, with the exhaust and pollution, the view was tarnished. The view was dirty and gray just like Damien Bruckner. Damien believed he'd satisfy Celeste by giving her a five-carat diamond and his last name. But after what Celeste had found, neither the diamond nor the name was enough. None of it was. The fucker. For five years, Celeste fucked him and blew him. Even fucked a few of his friends, and why? Why? Good question. Celeste thought she'd known the answer. For the fulfillment of a promise... That once Amanda Bruckner, Damien's first wife, was gone, she, Celeste Solange, superstar, would be Mrs. Damien Bruckner. And finally, in the perfect Malibu wedding just six months ago, Celeste had gotten her wish, or what she thought was her wish, fulfilling Celeste's desire to be one half of the power couple in the movie business. It had been a grandiose event. Everyone was there. Tom, Kate... Will, Bruce, even the ever-reclusive Robert. The press was phenomenal. Helicopters whirling overhead, paparazzi sneaking through the bushes. Damien and Celeste had been smart enough to get tense. The picture of her dress, Celeste heard, had sold for more than a hundred grand. And then, almost immediately after the wedding, the rumors began. The rumors and the questions. What about Celeste's career? Was it over? She hadn't worked in close to two years. Was she leaving film to become a domestic diva? Perhaps a little Bruckner was soon to follow the Malibu wedding ceremony. Or perhaps, 
as the most popular tabloid rumors implied, Celeste was already pregnant with what was sure to be the perfect Hollywood child. None of it was true. Celeste's sabbatical from film was at Damien's behest, causing, he believed, the public's hunger for her next picture to swell. Because Celeste's first film in two years was scheduled to be the next film Damien produced, an action-adventure entitled Borderland Blue. Celeste gripped the steering wheel of her Porsche with an anger that couldn't be denied, an anger that consumed her beauty, her dreams, even her picture-perfect marriage.